Welcome, everybody, to another podcast edition of Two Minute Warning. Um, I'm Gabe, and on the other side of the line is Jack Steger. And uh, today, we got uh, recaps on college and NFL football and uh, updated uh, records for Michigan and Michigan State college basketball, along with predictions. So, Jack, take it away. Yeah, it sounds great, Gabe. Let's, uh, let's start off with uh, some college football. We don't got much to talk about there, so we'll just kind of get out of the way. Um, I know you had a couple headlines you wanted to highlight. If you just want to um, let the fans know what uh, what those headlines were and what, what, what you were thinking about for this episode. Well, last week, um, I think specifically myself, I think acknowledged how Michigan State has a lot of heart over talent as of now in all aspects of their athletics personally and um, obviously that that wasn't enough at all against Ohio State in football this weekend they got demolished or in other words killed if you want to put it that way 52 to 12 Justin Fields just I think had a field day against them uh, he had two touchdowns for just shy of 200 he had 199 yards so um, it's it was a horrible game to watch. Uh, it was, especially if you're a state fan, now you understand how truly bad it is to lose to Ohio State. I mean, it's not even their main rival, but um, it was just sad to watch because Ohio State is just on a roll, even though they played five or six games this whole year. Yeah, it's uh, it was it was a bad one in East, in East Lansing for sure. Uh, I thought the Spartans came out, they came up pretty strong against Ohio State, and then, you know, just those those long quarters eventually got to them, and the skilled Ohio State team that they are um, did what everybody predicted. They won by 40, so no surprise there. Uh, kudos to Michigan State for, you know, attempting a fight, if you even want to call that a fight, but uh, I don't think Michigan could have done much better, quite honestly, and on Michigan's subspe- uh, subject, their game was canceled against Maryland on Saturday, December 5th, um, due to COVID reasons. And this week's game against Ohio State was also canceled just yesterday uh, because of multiple different reasons due to COVID and whatnot after a couple players tested positive and a couple coaches tested positive. So, um, yeah. Not much there on the Michigan side as play was stopped for uh, the Michigan Wolverines. But um, I I guess it's safe to say that we kind of lucked out with this one because um, playing Ohio State, it wouldn't have been a good one, I can say that. Yeah, and uh, reports, I think, came out today or maybe even yesterday evening about how the Big Ten was planning on changing the rules. Uh, I don't really know how it works this year with COVID, but um, they, they might they may be allowing. It's I don't think it's just the Big Ten. I believe it's the whole college football um, NCAA. But uh, I believe they're changing the rules to where if a team does only play six games, then they can still make the playoff. Which I mean, I I am biased towards Michigan here, but I mean, it's not it's not fair at all if Ohio State makes the football playoff this year. I mean, they played half. I mean, it's not their fault, but they played half of their the games that they were expected to this year, and 
I don't think it's fair at all to teams that are actually trying to make the playoff who did play a full season this year. So it's it's kind of rough to even if you're on the committee to choose who's going to go in. But um, me personally, yeah, Ohio State's probably the best team in America. But to all honesty, I don't think they're going to – they should make the playoff at all. Yeah, it's definitely sure is going to be interesting um, to see how the playoff works, especially the Big Ten tournament, you know. Um, if, if they're not going to play it, if they're going to just give – Ohio State the victory and give them the Big Ten Championship for their record and their uh, who they played in the division. So questions there on the Big Ten tournament as well and the championship game for the Big Ten. So uh, those are those questions are still up in the air. Not many answers to that, but uh, just something to keep your eye on going forward. You know, especially looking at these teams such as Ohio State that have only played you know, those few games. So definitely some questions to be answered from the football, uh, college football division and, you know, the the leaders uh, in office that run college football definitely have this, some decisions to make. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, and before we move on, um, I think it's important to acknowledge that Indiana, the number 12 team in the nation, uh, beat Wisconsin, the number 16 team in the nation, uh, 14 to 6, also this past weekend. Um, I just think it's important that we just cover Indiana because I really think yeah. they're just a better team than really what we all think. I mean, yeah, they're they're ranked within the probably going to be ranked within the top 10, possibly with the rankings coming out, but um, it's it's a good win for them, it keeps them in the Big Ten run. And uh, it was a heartbreaker for Wisconsin. They threw the ball up on, I believe it was right before they got into the red zone. They threw it up and into the end zone on fourth down, and they failed to connect. And that was the game. And it was it was a, probably the second best game this past weekend. Yeah, for sure. It was definitely interesting to watch and. Uh... Indiana definitely deserves the credit that they need um, because, you know, they're, they're legit. They're for real. And I think some people are maybe looking past them. But uh, definitely keep your eye on Indiana and keep your eye on their team. And they got some good players. They got good talent. And uh, we'll see how they can manage to finish off the season record-wise. And definitely it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Big Ten teams and just – really any team in college football right now uh, finds that second gear in this back half of the season and into the playoffs and bowl games to uh, see how they're going to push forward and finish out the season. Yeah, uh, before we jump ship to professional, uh, let's just cover some men's basketball college um, with just some updated records. Michigan is currently 4-0. Uh, so far in the season, and they just beat UCF 80-58, to which was a good team win. Um, I think it was finally time to really see a dominant win for that team, and hopefully they can carry that forward. And then for Michigan State, they're 5-0. They're the number one. They're the number four team in the country, 
and they did beat Duke last week, and I believe I predicted them to lose that game, but um, again, kudos to Michigan State. Um, they're obviously a very good basketball team. They got just as much talent as Michigan uh, moving forward, and uh, that being said, um, I don't know what's going to happen. I believe both these teams end up playing each other within the next few weeks. So that's going to be something to mark on your calendar if you're a huge basketball fan. And me and Jack are big anything fan in sports. And um, it's probably going to be probably one of our better games going up against our rivals this year, period. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's going to be great. I think uh, definitely set for a big a big matchup between the Wolverines and the Spartans this year in basketball. You know, these past couple of years have, have been great games between these two teams. Uh, Isaiah Livers is currently leading the Wolverines in points per game with 16. And then moving down the line, you got Hunter Dickinson off the bench. Uh, bench players have been huge for the Wolverines this year. Dickinson averaging 14 and 7 uh, points and rebounds. And then you also got a player that I love and my favorite player on the team. Uh, Chandy Brown, I think he's a great addition to this team, and he's huge coming off the bench when players like Eli Brooks, they're kind of floor facilitator, and Isaiah Livers, their main scorer, once they come off the bench and Brown comes in, he's providing a solid 13 points off the bench. So it's going to be great. Um, I'm still not super confident in saying that Michigan has the win against State. Uh, I hope they get the win. But uh, still some more things to work out between the players and um, Howard and, you know, the players and themselves, a little chemistry to build, I think, can still be um, focused more on because uh, chemistry and turnovers have been huge these past couple of games, especially in that game against Oakland when we pushed them to overtime. So um, just if they can work on those things in practice, which... Is honestly not that too big of a fix, uh, especially chemistry-wise. I think it's going to be great for the Wolverines, and I think that we can come in and uh, take on the Spartans and give them a good fight and get the win. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, Michigan's just got chemistry to build. with the, the. I think we said this last week. They just got a lot of younger players and transfers that came in this year to fill in spots from last year. So, um, yeah, they just got to keep playing together and this that team's just going to keep getting better and better and same goes to Michigan State for sure all right let's move into the NFL um sort of a surprising week um once again the Lions sort of just threw themselves off the cliff yet again uh they ended up beating the Bears 34 to 30 um, after the Bears, I believe, were predicted to win the game, like 99.1%. Um, it, again, it's just same. It's the same mentality for the Lions every year. Um, they're probably going to win a few more games and lose about the same as many as they win. So they're just going to have the middle draft pick, like I've been saying this entire year. Um they're, they're just putting their, themselves in a worse position than they already are. They got to find a coach eventually. Um, it's, it's just chaos for the Lions. And the Bears just, 
if you're a Bears fan, you got to be very disappointed, almost as disappointed as the Lions in some ways, uh, how the team started off undefeated. Everybody started um, believing in the Bears. They thought they were a joke, but um, I guess their point, their original point was true because I think they are a joke as of now they're tied with the Lions and record in the division and win percentage. So, um, it's two dis- very disappointing teams, especially for a team that started off 5-0. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you. I think, um, you know, there's not much to say on both teams. Um, we all know how my thoughts are on the Lions. Um, I, I think they're moving in the right direction by um, firing their GM and head coach Patricia and Bob Quinn uh, last week. Uh, definitely a step in the right direction, but not much to do this season. Uh, I feel like a lot of off-season moves are needed to uh, progress this team into a winning playoff contender. Uh, so a few draft picks. I think we need more of um, skilled draft picks, not like our draft pick that we picked this year, Jeff Okuda, who mm, I don't think I've seen him do one play on the football field where I've been like, wow, that's a top three pick right there. So very disappointed in how he is performing as a top three pick, especially, you know, taking a corner in the first round ever since Deion Sanders, one of the best ever, if not best ever. So um, disappointed to see how he's performing, but it just all comes down to moving past this year and getting ready for next year and the Lions can do. I'm, I'm not going to give much thought and explanation. Yeah, again, there. like you said, the Lions made a horrible decision drafting drafting Okuda at the three. Um, in my opinion, no cornerback should ever, I don't care how good you are, um, you a cornerback is not deserving of being a top three pick for a team like the Lions. You need a game-changing position player, <laughs> um, quarterback, um, or running back in that matter, which we did get in the second round with DeAndre Swift. But um, again, they just need to make better decisions. I don't know how they're going to be able to make better decisions because the people that we keep filling in the spots year in and year in and year out, it's just it's the same. Um, intelligent level I guess if you want to put it that way um, instead of saying stupid I'm going to say it intelligent level um, I guess it's just wait and see for the Lions because um, I don't see unless they get a coach I mean they can take their time with getting a new coach uh, they shouldn't they're not going to be going anywhere this season so it's not like you need a co- coach in a hurry right now but I mean, it's just right. Wayne and see, like I said, it's it's nothing new with them. Yeah, I agree with you 100. percent um, And I think that's all they can do right now is just move on and focus on the next season. I like to highlight the Titans and Browns game, of course, because three coming into this matchup. Uh, Baker Mayfield probably had his best first half of his life throwing, throwing four touchdowns. So the Browns got in, got out to a really big lead 
I believe their lead was 35 at one time, but the, t- the Titans eventually tried to crawl back a little bit, scoring 28 points in the second half compared to the Browns' three points in the second half. So I was happy to see how the Titans played in the second half for sure. Um, third down defense is really killing them, though. Uh, they they got to focus on that third down stops and uh, focus on next week. So uh, we'll see how the Titans can come back next week. And if you're a Browns fan, you're you're hyped off this win. You're um, kind of on that adrenaline surge, I think, of Baker Mayfield right now, um, hoping that you know this is what everybody projected him to do is have games like this throughout his career. So, um, you know, if you're a Browns fan, you're excited about Baker coming off this game. And if you're a Titans fan, you just got to focus up on next week. And I believe this week coming up to Titans play Jacksonville. Yeah. uh, Probably going to be a nice bounce back. Yeah. uh, That that was one of the games that I wanted to bring up, too, with the Browns and the Titans. And uh, I just think, I mean, I know you're a Titans fan. And I don't know if you're going to get offended by this or not, but, I mean, the Titans could possibly be one of the bottom five teams in the league if they don't have Derrick Henry on their team. I really I really think if you just take that guy off the field for the Titans, uh, I don't think they're that great of a football team, to be honest with you, without them. And uh, I think the Browns, in a way, shut him down completely. I believe he fumbled the ball at the beginning of the game. And um, it just shows how if you take down the best player on the team, I mean, it's a game changer. And the Browns really opened up uh, their scoring opportunities. And they're, I mean, even though they almost lost, um, they did a good job, I think, of at least trying to contain Derrick Henry. And um, they took advantage of it and they got the win off of it. Yeah, I take no offense to that statement at all. I completely agree with you. You know, when you have a back like Derrick Henry, it's definitely going to change the defensive scheme for anybody. So uh, if you can figure that out as an opposing team when you're going up against a guy like Derrick Henry, I think it's massive. And the Browns did, and they got the win. Moving on to a couple more games i like to highlight just before we go to predictions. Um, I like to acknowledge the Dolphins. I really, really like the Dolphins this year a lot. Um, I love Tua. I love them coming out of the draft. I, I was really hoping, rooting for a Hail Mary shot that the Lions would take him, but I knew they wouldn't. Um, but the Dolphins beat the Bengals 19-7. to But I'd just like to highlight their record. They're currently 8-4. and So they're putting together one of their best seasons in a while. And you know, I, I really think the Dolphins could uh, be one of the, one of the dark horse playoff contenders this year coming in you know they got arguably one of the best corners in the league this year Xavier Howard who's leading the league in interceptions Um, so the defense is there for sure their offense is pretty solid run by two uh, quarterbacks no matter who's out I feel like both of them can get the win to attack of Iloa or um, uh, Fitzpatrick so I'm very happy to see that the Dolphins are finally getting some recognition some recognition after a couple losing seasons in the past so very interested to see how they will come out and uh attack these playoffs if they get there due to uh stand yeah i mean i really i think everybody um had the dolphins 
really at the dead bottom of the league going into 2020. And um, they've sort of progressed as the year went on. I, I certainly didn't expect them to be who they are right now. Um, I mean, yeah, they took a Hail Mary shot with Tua um, as a depressed fan of the Lions. I mean, you can just look at basically how one player instantly just changes a team, really, um, with Tua that they passed up on. I like the Dolphins a lot. I I agree with you a lot that they can be the dark horse of the league going into the playoffs. Um, I honestly hope I'm going to root for them. I mean, they're the underdogs. I think nobody's counting on them at all. And um, to be honest, I didn't realize that they're in for going into um, next week. So um, they're very impressive how they just turned around their entire season. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, I think is a great win for them and they're putting together a nice season so far. Um, that's all I have to say really about the Dolphins. Before we move on, I'd just like to acknowledge that the Seahawks lost to the Giants. Uh, Kansas City beat Denver. And final, my final game is the Steelers and Washington football team where we can stand this game if you'd like. But the Steelers finally got their first loss against the Washington football team yeah. on Monday. So, very interesting game. Uh, I watched it live, but definitely expected some of the Steelers' weaknesses, and it was interesting to watch and see kind of how the Steelers really aren't all that great and all, aren't taught that they're... Yeah, uh, I think we were all sort of waiting how... Uh... How long it would be before the Steelers would lose? I don't think really anybody besides a Steelers fan would think that they're actually going to go undefeated. But um, I didn't think of all teams out out of all the teams that they play that Washington would be the team to do it. Um, it's just yet yeah, they just got their weaknesses exposed. Um, it's it's going to be kind of interesting to see what they do going off of this loss their first of the year so um again i guess really not that much to say um other than it was sort of unexpected yeah for sure unexpected is definitely probably uh one of the best words to describe um, i really don't have much more to say on nfl week 13 uh, definitely some good games and even better games to look forward in NFL Week 14 coming up. All right. Um, I think that's all we need to cover for right now. Let's just jump right into predictions with the NFL of next week. We got the Packers and the Lions. Well, I this they played in Week 2. Um, this was the week where arguably... And I can make a very good argument about this. This was the week where the best receiver in the league, Devontae Adams, got hurt. He strained his hamstring, I believe, in the second quarter of this game. And missed a couple weeks with the hamstring injury. But now that he's fully healthy and absolutely balling with Aaron Rodgers right now, I don't think this game can be even close. I got the Packers by 30-plus. Um, not much to say. The Packers are red hot right now. And Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, is the leading 
MVP candidate. So not much to say on that one. I got the Packers by 30 plus. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to say that the that the Packers are going to win. I believe you said by 30, if I'm not wrong. And uh, yes, it's possible to me that they're going to win by 40. So I'm going to take the Packers big. They're just going to have a field day just like Deshaun Watson did over the Lions. And it's not going to be a pretty game. Um, let's move on to the Steelers and Bills. This is a very interesting game. Uh, the Steelers coming off their first loss, like we just talked about. And um, Josh Allen coming off a nice game, over 300 yards passing and four touchdowns last week in week 13. My prediction is Josh Allen continues that against um, the top defense in the league, such as the Steelers. I think uh, the Steelers' momentum is kind of shaken right now, and the rest of the re- rest of the league are kind of looking at the Steelers, trying to knock them off the throne. And I think the Bills will. My prediction is I got the Bills winning and the Steelers falling to a two-game losing streak. Um, I think I'm going to go the other way around with this. I think... Um... The Steelers are going to have a good game coming off that loss, especially with their defense. I think it's going to try to step up bigger than before. Um, Josh Allen, I feel to me, has uh, the crowd, the noise made around him in the beginning of the season, I think sort of lined up a little bit. And I really think uh, Allen is going to struggle against the Steelers and, um, I predict it to be a little bit close, but I think the Steelers are going to pull away in like the fourth quarter, maybe. Um, so I'm going to go Steelers 27, um, Bills 18. Interesting. All right, we got the Ravens and Browns. This is an interesting game as well. Um, this is, I believe, the Monday night game at 8-15. Um, it's at Cleveland. Like I said, Baker Mayfield coming off that good win against the Titans. Um, Baker Mayfield played outstanding in the first half. And uh, again, this game is really going to revolve around these two quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield. Both of them are coming off good games. Lamar Jackson uh, had a solid game against Dallas, and they got the win. And I predict that the Ravens will win again against the um, AFC North secondly or second standing team the browns i think uh the ravens are gonna win and take the win 35 28 um i'm not gonna lie the ravens are up on my list for um probably one of the most disappointing teams going into the league this year um i i thought they were gonna be way bigger than what they are um i'm think i think i'm just gonna take the browns here just because of uh, their huge win over the Titans, I believe. First time they were 9-3, and three, I believe the record is now. It's the first time they're th- it's been that way for them since 1994. Um, I just think they're going to build off that win of last this past weekend. And um, I expect it to be close. I'd say it's probably gonna, they're probably going to win by a field goal or one touchdown. It's going to be a one-score game. All right. Interesting, interesting. All right, we're going to move into men's college basketball with Michigan versus Penn State this weekend. Hmm. I, I'm i going to go with the Wolverines again. Um, I don't think that there's 
many uh, benches better than Michigan's this year. And I know that may seem a little overhyped, but like I was talking about earlier in the show, um, I think Michigan really has one of the best benches in the league. Uh, And we talked about the players earlier, such as Dickinson and Brown. So I feel like their depth is really going to be huge for them this game. It's at Michigan. Um, so it's going to be a good win for the Wolverines, I predict. And I got the Wolverines by 10. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with you. I think they're going to win by 10, 15 points. Um, I think this is their first game against somebody in their conference. Um, it shouldn't be a hard-fought victory, but it should be a decently won game for the Wolverines. Uh, the bench is obviously going to have a huge factor in the game for Michigan. Um, I agree with you. We probably have one of the top benches in the whole country. So um, it's going to be a test, I think, for this team. I think it's going to be their biggest test of the year going up against um, a team like Penn State who can sort of shock teams here and there when it comes to basketball. Um, Our last game, we were originally supposed to do Michigan State versus Virginia, um, but that game got canceled. So Michigan State's next game is against uh, the Oakland Grizzlies this Sunday, the 13th uh, at noon against and Oakland's 0-6 Jack. So I'm expecting you to pick Michigan State here. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to go with the Spartans. Um, really not much to say. The only way that Oakland can win is if they have their best game of the season. Um, the Spartans are just playing really really good right now they're 10th in college basketball and assists so they really like to move the ball around and uh, they limit their turnovers which is really good but uh, Oakland is also tied for 20th in steals so I think if Oakland's defense can come up big and like I said have the best game of the year it's the only possible way that they'll be able to maybe even put up a fight but nonetheless, I still got the Spartans easily taking this win. I got Spartans by 15, if not 20. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit more. Um, I really think um, Oakland's game versus Michigan was just uh, their day to make it close. Because Michigan, just as a team, wasn't on the same page, obviously, that night, like we discussed before. Um and it only makes things worse for Oakland when Michigan State is playing really, really good basketball at the beginning of the year. Beating Duke last week um, was very impressive. And, um, yeah, I would say it'd be a little bit more than that. I'm going to go with probably around 30 points that Michigan State's going to win by. Yeah, that's, uh, that's – I mean, I'll take your bet on that one. Um I don't think there's any reason why they shouldn't win. Yeah, there's no reason for them to lose this game. Um, I think that's about a good wrap-up there of everything that I think needs to be covered this week. Um, It's just disappointing week after disappointing week for any team, unless you're a Spartans fan, really, because what you're expected to do, you have done. And um, it's just wait and see for a lot of the teams, like the Lions. Um... I know Pistons are going to – we're going to be talking about the Pistons, I think, in the next few weeks with NBA season sort of coming up real quick on us. And um, 
just waiting for Michigan and Michigan State basketball to really go into gear in the season because um, beginning of the year doesn't really matter for college basketball. It's really how um, how much momentum you have going into March Madness. It doesn't really matter how you start in the beginning. It's more of how you um, adjust midway through the season. For sure. Definitely be on the lookout for some uh, NBA basketball starting up. We're probably going to dive deeper into NBA very, very soon, which tip off being December 22nd. So stay tuned for that and stay tuned for uh, more college basketball as well. So basketball season starting up, Gabe, it's going to be good. And uh, go Titans. We'll see you next week. I'm Jack signing off. All right. Uh, Have a great weekend, everybody. Go blue and uh, be on the lookout for a lot of new sports action towards the end of the year. For sure. See you next week.